You're listening to the Future of Finance podcast by UK Finance, a series exploring the latest trends in financial services, how they're changing, and how firms can equip themselves to face the challenges of tomorrow. Over the last year or two, we have seen a huge shift in the mission of businesses, financial institutions, regulators, and government from profits to planet, people, and profit. Individuals as well are becoming more concerned and aware of the impact on the environment. The term environmental, social, and governance, or better known as ESG, has become synonymous with the global movement towards a better world, one of reduced carbon and waste and greater water conservation, an expanding rather than diminishing biosphere, a world of greater diversity and inclusion, where there is wealth and opportunity for all, and protection for communities at greater risks. In the last year alone, huge progress has been made across the UK, and we've come to the ever-present realisation that the financial sector and markets have a significant role to play in ESG. We do a great job delivering financial outcomes, but we're not yet optimised to deliver sustainable outcomes, neither are we fully ready to do so. The Dow soars while environment weakens. Hello, and welcome to the UK Finance Future of Finance podcast. I am Ogil Densi, Principal Cybersecurity here at UK Finance. In our episode today, we'll explore the growing need for ESG across the financial sector, its impact on technology adoption, and what organizations must do to stay on top of their ESG agenda. I have the pleasure of welcoming to our discussion today, all the way from the United States, David Cox. David is a digital strategist in the worldwide Microsoft financial sector group and focuses on sustainability. David, could you please introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi, Ogi. Thank you very much for inviting me to the podcast today. As you say, I'm a digital strategist. I work for Microsoft and I'm part of the worldwide financial services industry team uh, based in New York. Most of my work today is with financial institutions around the world where I work with them on their development and implementation of their ESG strategy. It's great to have you on, David, and thank you for making time out uh, to come on the podcast with me today. ESG has been a primary topic of conversation in the past 10 to 15 years since the term was coined. And we have just had the UN Climate Change Conference, which is popularly known as the COP26 Summit, and this year was held in Glasgow. One of the key outcomes agreed at the summit was the Glasgow Climate Pact, which called for renewed efforts to raise ambition on cutting emissions, climate finance, adaptation, and the loss and damage already being caused by warming. I mean, we've talked a lot about you know, climate change and the need for sustainability in this area. And I want to start today's session with you, because I'm very interested to know what is then the intersection of ESG and technology? Also, where does the financial sector come into this conversation? Thank you, Ogie. That's a great question. So the challenge today uh, is that we look at the world through two separate lenses. One of them is financial-related, financial services-related. We see the financial marketplace and, as you say, the Dow and other indices at the moment doing extraordinarily well. And we look at the sustainable markets, and those markets are quite separate in many ways from the financial markets and are not delivering yet the outcomes that we need. And because we see the world through these two different lenses, our challenge is to bring them together as one. And that means achieving the same level of uh, trust, transparency, and technology in sustainable markets as we have today in financial ones. And all of that really revolves around data. 
in financial markets today, we have data. We have tremendous insight into what's happening at a company level, at a market level, at an industry level. But that granularity, that transparency and trust doesn't yet exist in sustainable markets. And we really need to extend the scope of financial markets to include sustainable outcomes. We'll do this through a number of measures, mostly around improving data management and data insight, but also aligning incentives across the marketplace so that institutions, businesses, and individuals are all on the same page in terms of their ESG impact. Thank you very much. And I think something that you've called out there is data and sustainability and, and being able to understand data management and be able to drive insights um, from the data that you have. Um, I think that's a very important part of sustainability that we have not explored in any depth. And, and so thank you for calling that out. I'm just following on from that. So now an organization has identified the need to understand the impact of ESG on the technology environment. Now they've understood, right, we need to understand how our data is used, how our data is managed. Where do we start? What is required to start this journey? I think we have to understand the impact we have on the environment. And when we talk about ESG, it's important to emphasize we're not just talking about the planet. We're talking, as you mentioned earlier, about people as well, and also governance, how we manage our businesses to ensure that we're able to report and manage and monitor our impact on, across the whole ESG paradigm. That's really important. One place to start is with consumers, because if you think about it today, what we buy, our behavior in the marketplace, what we purchase as consumers has a massive impact on the behavior of businesses. So today, a lot of our focus is getting businesses to clean up their act, if you like, from a sustainability perspective, but they're only responding to us as consumers. So I think the place to start is with individuals, understanding our individual impact on the environment, on the ESG paradigm, and how can we monitor and measure that from a data perspective. Thank you so much. And I like that you called out individual impact, understanding what your impact within your organization, within your team, what that is um, and how that affects your ESG strategy. And, and I guess just following on from that is, is how do we then develop an ESG strategy? You know, an organization or a firm within the financial sector who doesn't have this as part of their technology agenda, you know, what, what do we need to do above and beyond looking at individuals, looking at our customers? Um, how, what are the practical steps that you'd recommend uh, a firm take, a small organization or a bigger one? So the way we've done it at Microsoft uh, is to focus on our sustainability as a business. And so we've set very aggressive targets for net zero across carbon, water, waste management. The next phase is to focus on how we help our customers achieve their objectives. And so one of the things that we've recently put into uh, public preview is our cloud for sustainability. What that enables businesses to do is to manage and monitor their carbon emissions across the enterprise, across their estate, both in terms of operations and technology. And then the final phase, I think, is to join alliances and ecosystems and consortiums that transform the way markets work. Uh, so a couple of examples from a Microsoft perspective is C4IR Ocean, an ocean data network, the largest data network in the world, which we have formed with a number of our partners that provides insight into how the blue economy works, one of the big gaps in the ESG marketplace today. 
Another very important consortium we've joined is uh, OS Climate, which looks at climate risk in the marketplace and provides a industry-wide destination for ESG data, enabling businesses to compare themselves with each other and financial institutions to analyze the risk implications of climate on their customers and on their counterparty exposures. Thank you very much, David, for that. And another thing I picked up there is, you know, you talked about finding the right consortium, finding the right groups where you can engage and compare and help educate yourself. And I think, you know, across various aspects of the technology world and within financial sector, that's something that we advocate and that's a firm position that, that we hold uh, particularly. So thanks for calling that out. Coming to my next question. Who then owns the ESG agenda in an organization and who is responsible for ensuring that you know, the considerations and the key stages that you've called out are in place throughout the life cycle of you know, technology product or service or business um, service? Well, responsibility really starts at the top with the CEO. And I think where we have seen the most successful ESG strategies is where they're driven by the CEO with a mission around purpose, a purpose-driven mission. And then within the organization, there are a number of other roles. Chief Sustainability Officer is an example. Chief Risk Officer is also another example where sustainability, climate risk, counterparty exposures play a very, very big impact. But in the final analysis, um, really everyone in the, in, the, in the organization has a role to play, whether as an ambassador to their customers, as a manager of part of the business, or as an individual employee evangelizing sustainability within their environment. So really, it starts at the top. There are a number of key roles in every organization that drive sustainability across the business, but ultimately, every single employee has a role to play. I completely agree with you on that. And I think this ties into one of the previous responses, which is understanding individual impact. Now, something that I picked up on as well, you talked about cloud for sustainability. And I'm really interested to explore this particular topic with you. Cloud adoption continues to grow across the sector. And we're seeing more businesses move their critical business services to a form of cloud. And they are now establishing cloud strategies as part of their business as usual. What is the intersection of cloud and ESG? That's my first question. And my second question in the same vein is, how can cloud adoption support an organization's ESG agenda? Great questions. Cloud, first of all, delivers scalability. And ESG involves a huge amount of data. In many ways, far more data than financial institutions are normally accustomed to acquire and manage, and enterprises generally. So a massive amount of data needs to have a platform to support it. And cloud is, I think, in my opinion, a very important mechanism for capturing that data and providing a destination for securing that data and also making it accessible to those who need it to manage and monitor and develop their cloud sustainability uh, objectives. The other thing about sustainability is that it utilizes almost every element of technology from IoT, from sensors at the intelligent edge, um, from artificial intelligence to virtual and augmented reality, and also geospatial analysis, which helps uh, financial institutions understand where their customers' assets are positioned in the marketplace around the world in relation to the exposures that they face from an ESG perspective. All those technologies come together in the cloud. 
And that's why the cloud is so helpful and so important in driving sustainable outcomes. The other point is around collaboration. Because the economy is changing so rapidly, we're seeing this accelerated pace of digitalization. And because sustainability is rising to the top of every corporate agenda, businesses are finding themselves in a situation where they need to learn more from each other. And so as a result of that, we're seeing these consortiums, alliances, and ecosystems come together to solve problems that are at a level much greater than many businesses have found themselves trying to solve in the past. Cloud is the connected tissue that enables those, those businesses and institutions to collaborate effectively to solve new problems and new issues and develop new opportunities. I like that you talked about collaboration and, and that being the foundation and the driver for sustainability in cloud and cloud being a natural fit for collaboration. And you also mentioned open source technologies and the need for more, even more open source technologies than we have now, because that means that we are utilizing every aspect of, you know, what sustainability does and what cloud is here for. And, and, and so I, I like that you've called that out. Let's bring this back to the financial sector, right? So the financial sector, as we know, is a highly regulated sector. I mean, permit me to say, it's the most regulated of them all. What is the role of our regulatory bodies and authorities? And where can they make impact that scale across the sector? I mean, is this a little too late? It's not too late. In fact, I think their, their intervention is quite timely and we're seeing more and more regulatory interest around the world particularly in the UK and Europe. So I would call out specifically the Bank of England and their climate risk scenarios, NGFS, the Network for a Greener Financial System, which involves something like 92 central banks and regulatory authorities around the world that are getting more and more engaged in developing climate risk scenarios for the financial services sector. The Fed is uh, deeply engaged in a, a process of discovery to understand how it can bring new regulations to bear uh, for the financial system in the US. And of course, the Fed is a key member of NGFS. And regulators, I think, have a role to play uh, in, in three specific areas. One of them is in leadership, setting the agenda for the development of new rules of the world. Secondly, is in the development of those new roles. And thirdly, in standards, in establishing common standards for the marketplace to support and for institutions to understand and connect with each other. The regulators continue to have a role to play, and I agree with you on that. And the standards and setting standards across the board, backed by ESG agenda and backed by climate risk agendas, like you've called it, I think is, is one way that our regulators can really make an impact at scale on ESG and you know, technologies that we could use to deliver ESG agenda. This has been a really interesting conversation and eye-opening, I would say, as well. Uh, so I want to ask a final question um, to you, David. If you could look ahead in the future, where would you see the impact of an ESG agenda on the financial sector, on our technology environment, on us as individuals? I think what we will see in the future is the unlocking of huge pools of value of projects that today do not see the light of day because there isn't enough insight to enable them. If I could summarize everything we've talked about so far, it is about transparency, transparency of data, trust in that data, and the technology to acquire that data and make it available to businesses, institutions, and individuals. How big those poles of value are is 
difficult to estimate. One estimate I've seen from one financial institution put those pools of value at uh, roughly $12 trillion, others uh, even higher. And many of those projects are in the developing world. And so ultimately, what I hope we will see is a world in which financial markets work for everyone, not just the few. I like exactly what you said there, looking at sustainability and and the future in which financial markets work for everyone, not just a few. I think that's a really good way to summarize the conversation today. I'd like to thank you for being here with me today, David. It's been an absolute pleasure and very eye-opening, I would say. We have barely scratched the surface of ESG and the technology intersection. And again, I'd like to thank you, David, for engaging on this truly important topic. Thank you, OK. It's been a real pleasure talking with you today and answering your really great questions. If anyone who is listening would like to delve further into this topic or has any specific questions for me, please feel free to reach out to me. My email address is davidcox at microsoft.com. David Cox is all one word. Thank you so much. And if you'd like to know more about how UK Finance continues to support members with navigating their cloud adoption, governance and resilience, please go to www.ukfinance.org.uk. Thank you all and have a great day. Thanks for listening to the UK Finance Future of Finance podcast. For more information, please visit ukfinance.org.uk forward slash podcasts.